In this episode of the Godwood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur podcast, we are diving into Proverbs chapter 1. I'm Stephanie Rodnes, and welcome to the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. My goal is to encourage the discouraged with scripture, inspiration, and resources to help you do exactly what God purposed you to do on this earth, become a Christian entrepreneur. The definition of a Godwood girl is a woman of Christ who says yes to her God-given purpose, no matter what everyone else tries to say or do. So if you are stepping into your purpose as a Christian entrepreneur, welcome to the Godwood Girl Sisterhood. You are my people, and I can't wait to meet you. Now let's dive into today's episode. And remember, if you want to join me for these live recordings on Godwood Girl's Instagram feed, join me at Godwood Girl on Instagram now. Let's dive right in. Let's start out with our affirmation, sister of Christ. Colossians 1, 9-12 says your life produces good works of every kind. Colossians 1, 9-12 says you grow in your knowledge of God. James 5, 7-8 says you wait patiently for your valuable crop to grow and produce a harvest. James 5, 7-8 says you never stop hoping. 1 Peter 1, 2 says God chose you long ago to be his holy people. 1 Peter 1, 2 says God made you clean by the sacrifice of Christ. 1 Peter 1, 2 says you enjoy God's grace and peace more and more. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 12 says you are God's chosen people and sister of Christ. You work hard. You give it all you've got and reach for the life God intended for you. Your purpose is yours and you deserve to have the victory. Those affirmations come from my book, 365 Daily Affirmations for a Powerful Woman of Faith. You can grab it by going to godwoodgirl.com. Use discount code IAMPURPOSE at checkout so that you can get 10% off your order. Father God in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you so much, Lord, for allowing us to be able to read your word this morning, Lord. I pray that you help us to see what you want us to see and hear what you want us to hear. Absolutely adore you. I love you. I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's dive into Proverbs chapter 1. It says, Emmanuel for living. These are the wise sayings of Solomon, David's son, Israel's king, written down so we'll know how to live well and right to understand what life means and where it's going. Emmanuel for living, for learning what's right and just and fair, to teach the inexperienced the ropes and give our young people a grasp on reality. There's something here also for seasoned men and women, still a thing or two for the experience to learn, fresh wisdom to probe and penetrate the rhymes and reasons of wise men and women. So I want to pause there and really point out what Solomon, King Solomon is the one who wrote the book of Proverbs. He's the wisest man ever. <laughs> he was the son of King David and his mother is Bathsheba. You may, you may, you may remember Bathsheba, <laughs> David and Bathsheba, that story and what happened there. So he... God asked him, what do you want me to bless you with? And he told God, I want you to give me wisdom. And God said, because you didn't ask for riches like every other guy, I'm still going to give you the riches and I'm going to give you the wisdom. So King Solomon is one of the most wisest people. And he wrote this book of Proverbs to help us know what's right and what's wrong. When you think about living your life with integrity, with honor, serving Christ, it's really doing what God asks you to do on this earth. I love what he says, to understand what life means and where it's going. That is your purpose. That is what God destined you to do on this earth, the legacy God intended you to live. 
And as you're stepping into that, you need that wisdom, that knowledge, that clarity that, that King Solomon talks about in the book of Proverbs. And that's why I read a Proverbs every single day. It's helped me in my life. It's helped me in my purpose. It's helped me in my business. Um, and I'm so excited to explore these 31 Proverbs with you over the next month, God willing. So verse seven, start with God. The first step in learning is bowing down to God. Only fools thumb their noses at such wisdom and learning. That verse right there, respect of God is the beginning of wisdom, is basically how I understood it. And it helped me so much because it does make sense After as you're, as you're going on your purpose journey and you have to make a decision and you're not quite sure which one is the right way to go, which one gives respect to God? For me, as I need to sit down and work today and I feel like watching Netflix all day and I feel like going to the beach, but really I know God asked me to do his work, as I'm making that decision, which one gives more respect to God? Procrastinating or doing what he asked me to do? It's just, it's a life changer, a game changer to have respect for God be the beginning of every decision that you make. Verse eight, pay close attention, friend, to what your father tells you. Never forget what you learned at your mother's knee. Wear their counsel like flowers in your hair, like rings on your fingers. Dear friend, if bad companions tempt you, don't go along with them. If they say, let's go out and raise some hell, let's beat up some old man, mug some old woman, let's pick them clean and get them ready for their funerals, we'll load up on top quality loot, we'll haul it home by the truckload, join us for the time of your life, with us it's share and share alike. Oh friend, don't give them a second look. Don't listen to them for a minute. They're racing to a very bad end, hurrying to ruin everything they lay their hands on. Nobody robs a bank with everyone watching, yet that's what these people are doing. They're doing themselves in. And when you grab all you can get, that's what happens. The more you get, the less you are. So I want to pause there because uh, what Solomon is saying here, where it comes to having bad company, applies on your purpose journey as well. If you are hanging around people who care nothing about doing what God asked them to do with their lives, who care nothing about respecting the Lord and serving Him in spirit and truth, who care nothing about figuring out what their purpose is and doing it, it's going to hinder you from living your purpose. And that's why, especially as Christian entrepreneurs, it can be a very lonely life because we have work to do, right? As Christian entrepreneurs, we got work to do. The reason why we're here to make money online is that we can fund God's ministry so we can be his hands and feet on this earth. That's why we're here. We're literally here to fund the church. The ministers can focus on what they're good at doing and we can give them the funding to do what they're good at doing, right? So as Christian entrepreneurs, we're busy. <laughs> we have a lot to do. So if we surround ourselves with friends who aren't busy and don't have a lot to do, then they're going to be mad at you. Why can't you come to this party? They're going to be mad at you. Why can't we come over to your house and have some drinks and watch the game? They're going to be mad at you. Why aren't you going to the movies with us anymore? They're going to be mad at you that you're not wasting your time the way that they're wasting their time. Bad company corrupts good character. This is just the way life works. So as you make the decision to take action on your purpose journey, be very, very particular about who you let into what Napoleon Hill calls your circle of influence. The people who are able to dictate what you do and don't do. The people who are able to alert you on how to step into your God-given purpose, make sure you're very careful about who you let into your circle. Proverbs 1 verse 20. Lady Wisdom goes out in the street and shouts. At the town center, she makes her speech. In the middle of the traffic, she takes her stand. At the busiest corner, she calls out. Simpletons, how long will you wallow in ignorance? Cynics, how long will you feed your cynicism? 
Idiots, how long will you refuse to listen? About face, I can revise your life. Look, I'm ready to pour out my spirit on you. I'm ready to tell you all I know. As it is, I've called, but you've turned a deaf ear. I've reached out to you, but you've ignored me. Since you laugh at my counsel and make a joke of my advice, how can I take you seriously? I'll turn the tables and joke about your troubles. What if the roof falls in and your whole life goes to pieces? What if catastrophe strikes and there's nothing to show for your life but rubble and ashes? You'll need me then. You'll call for me then, but don't expect an answer. No matter how hard you look, you won't find me. Verse 29, because you hated knowledge and had nothing to do with the fear of God, because you wouldn't take my advice and brush aside all my offers to train you, well, you've made your bed, now lie in it. You wanted your own way, now how do you like it? Don't you see what happens, you simpletons, you idiots? I can't, the message actually says idiots. <laughs> Carelessness kills, complacency is murder. Woohoo, that's powerful. Carelessness kills, complacency is murder. First, pay attention to me and then relax. Now you can take it easy, you're in good hands. So King Solomon wrote this before the Holy Spirit came in the New Testament. So the book of Proverbs is in the Old Testament. Um, so when I read about Lady Wisdom, I see Lady Wisdom as the Holy Spirit, literally calling out to us, reaching out to us, saying, this is what you need to do in order to be saved. This is what you need to do in order to step into your purpose. This is what you need to do in order to receive and claim the abundance that God has for you. The Holy Spirit is always reaching out to us. The Holy Spirit is always tapping us and saying, come, come over, do this, do that. We always have that instinct inside of us, that still small voice urging us to step into what God asked us to do but so many people ignore it. So many people don't listen. And we end up making these decisions based on our own wisdom and our own intelligence, which is not the right way to go. <laughs> and then we end up in these situations that we never thought we were gonna be in. You guys know my story. I made my first three feature length films and instead of consulting with the Lord and asking him what he wanted to do, wanted me to do, I got into a distribution deal with somebody else. They ended up making $124,000 on my movie and they only paid me a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of money from that. Um, I was expecting a massive check from them. They decided not to pay me because they could get away with it because I'd never hired a lawyer to look at the contract before I signed it. And that absolutely devastated me and I was so upset. I was so upset that everything had fallen apart. But looking back on that, I realized I never asked the Lord whether I should sign that contract. I never asked the Lord whether I should partner with that distributor. I made those decisions myself. And so Lady Wisdom's over here trying to say to me, listen, I'm trying to let you know the right way to go. You're going to make your own decisions and then you're going to end up in a situation you never wanted to be in and then you're going to be asking for my help and what am I going to do for you? You put yourself there. You made that bed to lie in it. But the great thing is that because of salvation, because of what Jesus did, we do have another chance. Over and over again, the Lord gives us another chance. We can ask the Lord for forgiveness and repent of our sins and allow fear of the Lord, respect of the Lord to dictate the decisions that we make. It is possible to turn everything around. For me, praise Jesus, yeah, that distribution deal went horribly south. Yeah, I almost went bankrupt. I ended up having to close my first company as a result of that. But now, praise Jesus, the Lord taught me how to build an email list and use sales funnels. And now, praise God, I'm running Godlywood Girl full time. 
Godwood Girl is not my first company. My first company failed miserably because I did not ask God what to do. With Godwood Girl, I asked the Lord to direct every single one of my steps. He's the one who led me to write my first book. He's the one who led me to start the School of Purpose. He's the one who led me to start the School of Business. He's the one who led me to start the T-Shirt Business Accelerator. He's the one who's given me those ideas because I'm constantly asking him what's next. You taught me the lesson once, I learned it, praise God. <laughs> I don't want to make the same mistake again. It's the same for all of us, sis. Even if we made a mistake in the past when we made that bed, the Lord gives us another chance. That's why he died on the cross, to forgive us for our sins. So if you want to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior today, it is very easy. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And what that means, if you believe in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are born again. You are a Christian. You have eternal life in heaven. And if you want to make that decision, it's a very easy prayer go ahead and say with me dear Jesus I believe that you died for my sins I believe that you rose again today I believe in you as my personal Lord and Savior in Jesus name I pray amen sister of Christ if you just pray that prayer welcome to the kingdom angels are literally celebrating you right now get into a Bible-based church in your community and get started reading the book of John I like to always say the book of John is like the Lord's love letter to us and for my sisters of Christ who are on this broadcast or podcast if you're listening to the replay and you know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you're just not quite sure what he purposed you to do yet, I have a free Find Your Purpose toolkit that'll show you how to find God's purpose for your life step-by-step step based on the Word of God. So I give you the Find Your Purpose ebook, the Find Your Purpose workbook, the Find Your Purpose journal, and the Find Your Purpose Day devotional. You're also going to get a video training walking you through the formula, and this is all free of charge, okay? So you can get the free Find Your Purpose toolkit to help you discover God's purpose for your life based off the Word of God by going to PurposeGift.com. Sisters of Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you complete and total purpose of your body, mind, and soul in the name of Jesus and give you peace, mercy, and favor forever and ever. Amen. Thank you girls so much for joining me and God willing, I will see you on the next podcast. So that's it for today's episode of the Godwood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. Have any questions? DM me anytime on Instagram or send an email to hello at godwoodgirl.com. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to grab my free Find Your Purpose Toolkit to help you get started living God's purpose for your life at purposegift.com. Thanks for listening, Godwood Girl. I'll see you on the next one.